Character Crunch episode 113, brought to you in part by the Day Space Podcast Network. Oh, My yeah. name is David Moore. That's Jeff Daly. Oh, yeah. Making, making sounds. This Electrical is- engineer by day, Jeff Daly by night. And in the, uh, the morning, you can call me uh, Ganon Soar. Um, I'm concerned about the thing that you did. I don't know if it was like a click or a, I don't know. What thing? You were like, in the morning, you can call me uh, <laughs> Ganon. Soar. Ganon Soar. It's, uh, it's Venusaur and Ganondorf put together. Still playing Pokemon Go, Jeff? No. <laughs> Not really. It's... It's I can't fun. cope with the amount of body, but uh, the amount of uh, battery I lose. <laughs> I bought I bought battery extensions. <laughs> oh my god, Dave! They I bought these battery. They were Walgreens. They were eleven dollars with a Walgreens card. They were eleven dollars, and they're two and a half full iPhone charges. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Walgreens. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, totally worth it. Um, speaking of things that aren't worth it. things that are not worth it or things that could be worth it um there was a book release jeff and normally we don't talk about books here we do talk about comic books occasionally yeah um but there was a book release this week of what for some people might have been the highest expectations that we possibly could have had for a book in a long time Mm -hmm. we're talking about um um (laughs) What are we talking about? Jeff? Battlefield Earth sequel, right? Yeah, Battlefield Earth, Independence, um, Independence Smash, the book. Um, oh yeah. No, we're talking about Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, the eighth story in the Harry Potter universe, based on an original story by J.K. Rowling, written by two people who are apparently known for writing stage plays. Did they do a good job? I'm only halfway through it. Let me emphasize this. I'm halfway through it. I just got to part two. Um, mm. it, it it first of all, you're reading a play, okay? So no, which is weird in itself. Yeah, so that that is a little bit different than reading a Harry Potter book. Yeah. Okay, like I'll, I'll let's let's accept that. Okay, first of all, that's a barrier that they had to climb over. <sighs> <laughs> The book picks up from the epilogue from book seven, like immediately. Okay. Like immediately at that epilogue, like that's the first act of the play. Okay. That's great. They do this time montage, like pretty early on to like skip four years in advance Mm. from that moment. Yeah. It's a play. Yeah. It's a play and they're trying to tell a story. And I get it, okay? That's the thing. I'm not spoiling anything by telling you that this, okay? That's not a spoiler. Yeah. You might that that is just the plot of the, the the outline, okay? Yeah. I might spoil things here if you're really that concerned, but I don't think you need to be. <sighs> Jeff, it's a play, I understand this. And I'm not the only person online saying this. But I kind of agree with them. I yeah. feel like I'm reading a fan fiction. 
<laughs> okay. Well, basically, is a fan fiction, isn't it? No, it's not, Jeff. That's the problem. If it, if it were like an official, like published fan fiction, okay. If we were saying this is a fan fiction, no, this is this is marketed as the eighth original story within the Harry Potter universe based on a story by J.K. Rowling. So it's her story. It's her story written into play form by somebody else. Mm -hmm. Okay. That makes it canon. Arguably. Okay. Mm -hmm. This story is dumb. (laughs) (laughs) What's dumb about it? The plot. Okay. Look. I understand that we were going to have some like daddy issues with Harry Potter having a kid kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. That's something I expected, okay? But this book is relying on hitting the emotional notes from the original seven books. Yeah. And by that, I don't mean they're rehashing the same plot line, Jeff, like mm-hmm. with new characters. No, I mean they're going back in time. To rehash yeah. moments that are critical to the original seven books. <laughs> Jeff, this plot, look, I'm trying to enjoy it. I really am. I love Harry Potter. Love is it, it just basically a script? It is, is it basically, like... you, you are reading a stage script. Okay, so that is that is a hard barrier to cross, right? Because in a book reading about how magical Hogwarts is, right? Yeah. You're getting this vibrant imagery and imagination. And I guess I have that, which is probably a benefit to me, honestly, like to know, to know what Hogwarts is. You know, if you see the movies, you, you get the, get the idea from the movies. I may be happier if I had just gone and seen the play. Yeah, well, I mean, I wouldn't. There's a review online that said, had I known J.K. didn't write every word of this herself, I never would have read it. Well, of course, first off, why would you not know that somebody did No, didn't? right, but that's the thing. I knew J.K. Rowling didn't write this. Yeah. But it, but they, they put her name prominently on the cover. If I have to go get the cover, I'll go get it. Yeah, yeah, I and, see it. And they said it's an original story by her. So meaning that these plot points that are stupid – are her doing. Yeah, but her she isn't the one that like wanted she's she's I mean that's why it I, wasn't published until now, right? I I mean it's if somebody Broadway, says it reads it, it, like a poorly planned fan fiction written by right. someone with little knowledge of the traits of major characters. It's confusing times and there are already some obvious plot holes. I'm just gonna going to pretend this didn't happen and wait for Fantastic Beasts. That's that's Kind of, I, I'm only halfway through it, and maybe I, based on what I've seen online, I'm not going to like it by the end. Okay, I've accepted that as a thing. Okay, mm-hmm. I I want to pretend this didn't happen. I want to <laughs> I want to say that that's an option, but the problem. Okay, so like, if, let's just run a parallel here. Okay, Ghostbusters was remade recently. Okay. We could say this with a lot of things. They remade Ghostbusters with an all-female cast. Yeah. And there's a subsection of the internet who got all furious and said they're destroying our childhoods. They're ruining what Ghostbusters was. And I would say, no, they're not. 
They're just trying to make it different. They're making a remake, and what Ghostbusters was will remain as what it was. Okay? Mm-hmm. This yeah. is different. This is a lot different. Oh, yeah. This is, this is the eighth canon book, story, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. It's the eighth piece of canon, other than Fantastic Beasts when we get there. <laughs> um, and, uh, but the point is, Jeff. Fantastic Beasts has already come out, hasn't it? Like the book has. No, no, no. Fantastic. The Fantastic Fantastic Beasts isn't about what the movie is. Fantastic Beasts is a, a book that's in the Harry Potter universe. Yeah. That's that's the thing. It's the movie is based on the character that the book was written by in the Harry Potter. It's complicated. <laughs> <laughs> the guy the guy the main character in Fantastic Beasts wrote a book in the Harry Potter universe, okay? Yeah. He wrote a book seven. He he experienced this thing seventy years ago, from the beginning of the Harry Potter seven book trilogy. That's or yeah, seven book. What do you call that? Seven book series. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He he's this movie's the story of that character seventy years before that. So this mm-hmm. is. I mean, it's its own thing. It could play in its own playground, but it takes place in the Harry Potter world. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is different. This is the official continuation of Harry's children, Ron's children, Hermione's children, Mm -hmm. Voldemort's children. Voldemort, Tom Riddle's children, you mean? (laughs) No, 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 no. Voldemort's children, Jeff. Mm -hmm. Tom Riddle's children. Who did Tom Riddle have a child with? Uh, Just because that's spoilery, I don't want to ruin it. I I know oh, it's Hagrid, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Hagrid. Man. Oh God! Oh, they had the things for each other. Oh my God! I I uh, no, but but see, here's the thing, Jeff. Unlike on Ghostbusters, where they're going back and ruining my childhood, they're not. They're not. And I look, I didn't grow up in the '80s. Ghostbusters isn't my childhood. Okay, but. <laughs> this literally goes back in time, meddles with the plot of the original books. And is treating the characters like they're not developed. They're like cameo versions of them as themselves. And it's. And they're not really like acting like they should. Right. Yeah. Like Ron, Ron, Ron is completely. Ron is a deep, complex character in the original books. And even in the movies, I'd say he's a better character in the books. Yeah. But to the point where like you learn to like kind of love, hate Ron. Like, because. I don't you know, hate Ron. Ron reminds me of myself. Right, but that's <laughs> that's it, Jeff. That's it. Ron does things that are likable, and he's also not a perfect person. And mm. and and it's obvious, like the way that him and Harry fight in the fourth book. Is there anybody in the book that's a perfect person? No, but that's the brilliance of Harry Potter. Well, the problem, I mean, the problem, the problem with this, Jeff, is Ron is just dumb. Hermione's just perfect. Jenny's like the perfect wife, except for like, you know, a few moments that that wouldn't make sense if she didn't say something. It, yeah. It's like not these people were never like this, and this is not how these characters interact. And I I kind of wish this never were a thing because this is the real thing. Like this, this is a real continuation, whether I accept it or not. Like, I I can it's gonna happen. I can burn it. I can say I hate it. I can throw it away, but it's official. It's a real thing, and it it's it hurts me 
it hurts me to say that 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 this is what we're gonna get now. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't. I, I always wanted more Harry Potter. I love more things like Fantastic Beasts. That that doesn't concern me. But the fact that they took what was seven books and made this, I, I don't want to tear it apart. I didn't see it on, on stage and I didn't finish it. But it's not good. And it's. Well, do you think if they labeled it differently to where it was just a play and like it wasn't meant to be read, what do you think of it differently? I. I hope that if 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 it had never been released as a as a readable format, they're releasing Fantastic Beasts as a readable script too, Jeff. Mm-hmm. It's a cash grab. It's an evil cash grab, and it's awful. <laughs> they it, like it, money. Yeah, they like money, and that's why they released this because not everybody was going to pay a hundred dollars or more to go see this on Broadway or in our case, Playhouse Square in Cleveland or whatever. Mm-hmm. This is this is. I, I I feel like I may enjoy it enjoyed it more if I said this is just a play. It's fun. It's a continuation. I'm gonna go see it at Playoff Square. And I might enjoy it then. Yeah. But the fact the fact that this is a book and this is an official Harry Potter continuation kinda kills me. It really <laughs> it, it really is eating me up inside and I'm I'm going to finish it. A hundred percent. I'm gonna finish it and have a, a fair opinion on it. But I, but I really hope that the the only thing that they could do now mm-hmm. to make me happy is J.K. Rowling come Just out kill and off say everybody. No, no, no. <laughs> they were dead the whole time, Jeff. Remember, no, it's going to be Marvel where they're going to kill everybody at the end of uh, of the eighth book and then bring them back for a whole new ninth book and just rewrite over the eighth book. I want J.K. Rowling to come out, Jeff, and say this is not what she envisioned. And I want her to read it before she gave her consent. You think so, Jeff, but I still want her to come out and say, this is not, I I want her to write this. I want her to write it as a book. And, and I want, I want an official release of the original, the eighth book in the Harry Potter universe. And I want her to redeem what this is. Yeah. Because otherwise I think this is trash. And then we ruined Harry Potter. And that's, (laughs) that's sad and disgusting to me because Harry Potter is one of those major franchises that I think had more potential than than anything else. Like Pokemon had a, a revitalization in Pokemon Go. Like as many people have fallen off the Pokemon bandwagon, this brought them back. Yeah, but for but, a little but, but, bit. But I don't feel like Pokemon ever did something like this where they they literally destroyed their audience. Every spin-off game is known as a spin-off. This is marketed as the eighth story. It's it's heartbreaking. It's, okay, Dave, Dave. I know. You're I'm, gonna have the I'm, subject. I'm gonna get sad. I'm gonna get upset and I'm gonna get angry. And yeah. I'm okay with that. And I'm gonna go to Fantastic Beasts and hope that's good. But I'm not but I am not gonna read it. I'm not gonna read Fantastic Beasts. Why aren't you gonna read it? Because I don't wanna ruin it. It's a movie and I don't wanna read the screenplay. It's not, the Fantastic Beasts. Isn't that actual? Just going to be a, a actual book? No, it's no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic Beasts is a movie that comes out in yeah October, right? October, it's, November. Um, and it's it's another story, seventy years in the past. But they're releasing a book called Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, the original screenplay, 
with J.K. Rowling's name on it, but it's a screenplay book, Jeff. It's yeah. a script. It's the script for the, se- the screenplay because they're trying to make a cash grab. Why are they trying to do? Nobody wants to read scripts. Why don't they just make Harry Potter robes and Harry Potter wands and go crazy with merchandise for Fantastic Beasts? We're getting an American wizarding school for God's sakes. Yeah. That's that's four more houses of merchandise they can produce and sell <laughs> and sell crap. So they're not going to be as big as all the uh, the Brit- the British ones. No, of course not. No, definitely and not. Fantastic but- pieces and where to find them is already a book written by J.K. Rowling. Yeah, but that's the that's not it's it's Jeff. It's like a book like this. It's yeah, like a hundred twenty eight like, pages. Yeah, it's like a fake. It's like a fake test textbook. There, there, there's, there's a Quidditch yeah. book. There's a Quidditch book written by her too. That's like yeah, 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 the yeah. official rules of Quidditch. It's not the, the Fantastic Beast book that they're releasing is the screenplay, and that is like the textbook that they read in the Harry Potter universe. Yeah, that's what that is. That <laughs> get that out of here. It's fun to have it, but like that's not that's not an original story. That's there too. I don't know. It's not there to make me feel emotion. It's there to just add to my love of Harry Potter universe. The same way that people go, you know, to Universal and buy wands and go to Ollivander's and they have a fake Diagon Alley and you can drink butterbeer. Like, wouldn't you want to do that? Yeah, I still want to do that. I just <laughs> really hurt now. <laughs> Jeez, Dave. But J.K. Rowling, did J.K. Rowling have to bless this for her name to be on it? Did she write, read it? Did she read it? Do you think I, wanna, she read I, don't, it? I don't think she read it. Why wouldn't she read it? I don't know, Jeff. I'm worried. <laughs> She's. I think I'm, she read it and she's like, yeah, whatever. She's like the George Lucas of the world now, to where she just signs off on anything. That's but Jeff, this is kind of that's that's kind of the perfect comparison. Is this is this the holiday special? Of, this uh, this is this is the holiday special, which was canon in Star Wars. That's exactly <laughs> what this is. <laughs> But they need to bury it. They need to bury it quickly. Except that it sold a bazillion copies this weekend. How many copies did it sell? Jeff, they had book signings. All the bookstores were doing Diagon Alleys and selling Jelly Belly and Chocolate Frogs and (laughs) Cauldron Cakes and and Pumpkin Pasties. It's sad. It's just it's so sad to me that this is a real thing. I, I, I bought it digitally. I bought it twice to support my Harry Potter love. Plus, I can read it quicker on digital because I'm just like, I just got to get through this. <laughs> um, uh, so I went and handed the book to my mom right before this show. And I said, read this and tell me what you think. She's what? Do you like it? I go, I don't know. I'm conflicted. Just read it. <laughs> <laughs> read it and talk to me and tell me how you feel about it. Because she'll read it in like two days. Like, that's just how she reads books. Oh, man. Yeah. Plus, it's only like what 400 pages it's a small harry potter book <laughs> it's a really small harry potter book but i expected that it's a play it's actually a lot bigger than i expected how, how large is it like 300 pages i don't i think my my digital says like 249 that's that's okay it's a decent sized yeah it's it's not small it's not huge but it, it's big it's bigger than i expected it to be honestly because i you know, I thought I was reading through like a a play. I look so here. Here's the positive, right? Reading it 
and the descriptions of what's going on on stage, I feel as a stage play, this could be really fun. Mm-hmm. Like it could be, it could have amazing, amazing. Like there, there's, there's a scene, and it's not really spoilery to say that there's like, like Death Eater slash Dementors, like in the audience of mm-hmm. like the theater that you're in, who will be like whispering things and like being creepy, and it'll get cold, and like the lights will turn down. Like that's really a cool idea. Mm-hmm. But there is also potential to do that with like the actual Harry Potter stories <laughs> and not make canon official eighth continuations. Yeah. Based on the epilogue that that now that I wish didn't exist. <laughs> the epilogue that I used to love and cherish okay, like Dave. the moment in the Harry Potter books that everything builds up to to say that Harry named his kid after after Albus and Severus like like that moment, like it's beautiful. And now I just wish that that part of the book never existed at all. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm done. That's okay. it. I'm letting it go. <laughs> I'm going to finish it. I'll, I'll finish my rant next week when I completely finish the book. Okay, Dave, you're probably not going to like it. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't think I am. I don't think I do. I, I, but I reserve my opinion till the end. I don't okay. like it. I don't like it currently, but that doesn't mean I won't finish it. <laughs> <laughs> No Man's Sky comes out this week. You want to talk about other things that concern us? Uh, I don't think I'm going to get No Man's Sky. Did you see the? All right. Did you see the review that leaked? We could talk about this really quick. Yeah. Uh, somebody so. somebody bought a copy off eBay for like fifteen thousand dollars or something. Yeah. And they got it. And it's like full of bugs. And they reached the center of the universe in thirty six, hours. Six. No, six hours. I read thirty. Um, no, no. It, it, they said it would take around thirty hours. It takes you about six or seven hours if you do exploits and stuff. Ugh. Is this disappointing to you? You're not getting it though. You just said. Yeah. But I feel like this is the perfect test of your PC, Jeff. Well, it's got the center of galaxy. It said it took around thirty hours, but I heard that the, if you use some exploits and stuff, you get to it in seven hours. But you could, you could. Those could be patched out in the day one patch that no that that not currently exists. Yeah, like when you put the game in for the first time, PC or PlayStation Four, I guarantee you there's gonna be like an eight gig patch. Yeah, <laughs> like there always is. Yeah. <laughs> but um, sometimes it's sometimes it's more. Yeah, but I mean, Rock I mean, I don't know what No Man's Sky. It just doesn't appeal to me. It looks, it's just, it looks okay. It doesn't look like it's. It looks like it'll be a decent amount of fun, but it just looks like it'll get boring really quick. It's. Well, it looks like a grindy game, a really grindy game, like Pokemon Go. I no, I I pre-ordered this game. I'm gonna play it. Listener Dan is very excited for this game. He every time I see him, he's like, "You get No Man's Sky." I'm like, "Yes, I already told you. I'm pre-ordering. I already pre-ordered. <laughs> Paid for it in full. It's. it's I'm getting it day one, regardless. Paid for it in full." And, well, Amazon, Jeff, when you pre-order things, you get like 20% off. That made the game like $47. Like, if it were to come out and I decided I wanted it, then I'd have to pay $60. I might as well pre-order yeah. it. You know, if, I, if I, I can go trade it into GameStop for 30 if I don't like it. I spent $17. Yeah. That's, that's what the exchange charges you if you decide to return a game. $17. Not if it's defective or anything. 
Yeah, but if it's defective and you bring it in and you say you just don't want another copy, they tell you, well, then you need to pay the renter's fee of $20 for the night. That's not a joke. That's a real thing that record exchange does. Well, I don't, I actually, I don't, uh, I don't buy, I don't trade in games. I've never had a problem with a game. If I buy a game, it's because I've researched it and I buy yeah. it because I know I'm going to like it. I don't return games anymore. Oh, yeah, because they're worthless and you lose a lot of money out of it. I'll give right. you at least no. 20 PS2 games for a nickel. Yeah, it's, well, that's it's, a great idea. I, I, look, if I get No Man's Sky and I don't like it, I put it on the shelf. <laughs> it goes it goes on the shelf with all my right other games. Right next to Billy the Wizard. Right. Right next to Billy the Wizard, which I'll still never play. <laughs> so uh, Agent, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. might, uh, I think Ghost Rider is coming to the new Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, I don't even believe this article, Jeff. Like, why don't you? Because I've watched Agents of Shield. Okay, Agents of Shield is an ABC show to its core. Like, they attempt they they really already push the border with like what ABC will allow them to do, and it's nothing like Daredevil. And Agent Carter probably pushes it even more. Nothing, nothing extremely violent ever really occurs. Um, so the, the Agents of Shield season four synopsis, synopsis. I mean, uh, synopsis. synopsis. That's synopsis. what you might. That's what you might as well call Harry Potter the Cursed Child. A synopsis. It mentions Ghost Rider in it, so it hints at Ghost Rider in the, the synopsis. See, I don't know why Chewie's barking. Didn't we hear a rumor though that that um, Ghost Rider was getting his own like Netflix series? Like, isn't that a thing we heard? Uh, I don't remember hearing it. Maybe. I mean, like Moon Knight and stuff. Yeah, I thought it was in that that category with Moon Knight, where it's like not an official confirmation yet, but we're pretty sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just don't see this happening, because Ghost Rider is like Spawn of Satan, Skullhead, on fire, like from the depths of hell. Like, like it's it's not Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It might be Daredevil. <laughs> like, <laughs> that I'd believe. Just a synopsis. It like, just, just mentions Ghost Rider. So it could be a cameo of Ghost Rider. It could be something. But, I mean, I don't know. They could they could go full out Nick Cade, Ghost Rider. Would that be pretty sad? <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's, here's the thing. If Ghost Rider is appearing as, like, even just a cameo... Like that even ruins the potential for Ghost Rider within, within side of the MCU. Because, Why? Because because here's the thing, Jeff. Everything that happens in Agents of Shield doesn't apply to the movies. Same goes it goes the other way around. Everything that happens in the movies affects Agents of Shield. Agents of Shield. Once it's an Agents of Shield thing, it's only an Agents of Shield. Like there was an there was an inhuman outbreak the last season of Agents of Shield. It was great. I enjoyed it. I like Agents of Shield season yeah. three. But at the same time, it's when Captain America Civil War came out, which crossed over with it. There's no inhuman outbreak. There's not even a mention of the fact that like there are hundreds upon hundreds of thousands of people who who've gone through like whatever what is it called spin the wheel dave um not see i'm reading harry potter i keep thinking transfiguration it's not transfiguration it's like uh terran genesis thank you jesus 
Um, and who's Jesus? Why would Jesus give you the <laughs> tear in Genesis? And it's 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 the it's it's all these people turning into inhumans and like all these people have powers and they're running around, but that doesn't apply to anything else. Not the Netflix series, right? So if Ghost Rider doesn't shows it, up, it, it it applies to uh, the comic book series. There there was an inhuman outbreak in the comic book series of Agents of Shield. That's just a coincidence. That's just them cross marketing. That they're not actually canon. They're not combined. Agents of Shield isn't canon at all in the MCU. But it's it's canon. But 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 every movie, it, if something happens in Captain America: Civil War, it must permanently affect Agents of Shield. Arguably, you could say you saw the downfall of Hydra in Agents of Shield, and that affected downfall, not downfill. Did I say downfill? Downfall. Yeah, the downfill. downfill. They 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 fell down into a giant pit and filled it up. Reading stage plays is making me dumb, Jeff. Yeah, um, yeah especially the cursed child. <laughs> no, but like, okay, Agents of Shield, they took down Hydra, and that's great, and that kind of affected Civil War, kind yeah. of, but it didn't really. But what the about the thing. Marvel uh, shows, the like uh, Daredevil and stuff? Those the MCU, like the those even colluded all in any way, shape, or form. Well, they're not if the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they are within themselves, and the Battle of New York is what set off the original sets or, or events of Daredevil Season 1. Yeah, but what about Jessica Jones? Nothing. Yeah, but, Jess- but Jessica Jones takes place within the, the Daredevil universe. Yeah. Jeff, this is the mistake of by making this mega combined. Why universe. did they this kill is- the Purple Man so easily in Jessica Jones? I am so mad. I know. I still feel like he should be returning. Okay. Anyway, I I agree with that. Spoiler so, alert. So, so, so all this. <laughs> Snape oh, kills you know Dumbledore. it's gonna have it. Snape kills Dumbledore. Everybody. Yeah. The cursed <laughs> child. You know. Yeah. The cursed child is, I'm not going to say who it is. I know who it is, but I'm not Harry Potter's it. kid. No, it's not that god dang simple. Tom Riddle's kid. Well, duh, but you don't know who that is. <laughs> it's Voldemort's kid. Voldemort plus Hagrid equals cursed child. Yeah. And I, it would be cursed if one your, your, if your and your father's was Hagrid and the other one was Voldemort. <laughs> That'd be a freaky household. You know, up, Jeff, you, you, make, you make fun of that. Yet there's like this this gay relationship implied in the cursed child. Yeah, that's not between Hagrid and Voldemort. I swear it's not. But like, it's between it's, Ron and Harry, right? Yeah, that's who. Um, no, but the point is like this is something else that's gonna get just completely overlooked. Like I know it. I already yeah. know. They're not. They're not actually gonna follow through on this because that's how this this plot is developing. <laughs> yeah. It's it's infuriating. <laughs> he brought me back, Jeff. <laughs> so, um, no, but all right, Ghost Rider. Agents I, of Shield. It would be cool if Ghost Rider made a cameo. Even if he made a cameo, I mean, you can make a cameo in Agents of Shield. It's, you could still get in the MCU. That, Heck, that's even in the uh, the uh, the Netflix series. You, you. I'm going to call that NSU Netflix series universe. <laughs> Oh, that's actually really funny. Um, this, <laughs> this, look, that's that's my biggest concern because I think 
I think for Ghost Rider to work, he belongs on Netflix. And you could get away with it in the movies. That'd be pretty right. cool if they made a Nicolas Cage cameo. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's all I worry about is I just don't I don't want to see I don't want to see ABC's version of 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 Ghost Rider and then never see the actual Ghost Rider the way that he's meant to be because I know I know ABC executives will not let them pull that off properly and that's you know do you think they'll ever put Mephisto in any MCU movies I do not know wouldn't that be pretty cool that would be awesome. I I feel like that's a movie thing though too. <laughs> based based on I mean okay so Netflix I think has more potential for things like that. They have way more funding. They they just have. Well, they no, have way no more, more funding. They they have way more funding, and they don't have like age restriction nonsense like cable yeah. tele, cable television by guideline loss. Where does Netflix get all of these good shows from? I don't know, man. They just pull out all of these amazing shows out of there, but I don't think there's like a really disappointing Netflix show. Yeah. Okay. So for that, I would say there's no disappointing Netflix shows. There's ones that I would say have gotten less good over time or in just the new black cough, cough. And then there's things that aren't for me. Have you but watched dead- all of orange is the new black? I've watched 75% of it. Then how would you know? I don't. Jeff, I'm basing this on, on watching most of most of it. Okay. And, and I don't feel like you need to watch a ton of that to actually get what that show is. But like House of Cards isn't for me, but it's... What is going on there? Who's, who's I don't thinking? know. Nobody. <laughs> um, I heard House of Cards was amazing. Yeah, no, I hear House of Cards is amazing. I just didn't get into it yet. Okay, so... You know, whatever that. I think that's, the worst Netflix has to off, off, offer are the Adam Sandler six. Yeah, the Adam Sandler movies. Hey, do you watch the Do Over yet? Oh, no, <laughs> I haven't had time. I, I don't feel oh, like watching. It. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait! You watched all of Stranger Things? No, I've only you... watched two episodes of Stranger Things. Oh, wait, so at, you're a, not... at a friend's house. Oh, this see, this is how Netflix works too, man. Dave, Dave, you're gonna get at me about not having enough time to watch things when you can watch all these other shows and not start Breaking Bad again. Stop. Hey, hey, hey. I'm reading a book. Hey, how's Breaking Bad, Dave? <laughs> You've only been reading a book for the past day. Two days. Two days. Wait, when did I get it? I got it on Tuesday. Yeah, two days. Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Tuesday. <laughs> It's it. I'm hey. It's a Harry Potter book. I've read every Harry Potter book now more times than I can count. Mm-hmm. So this is this is this is important for me. Don't don't make it worse. <laughs> <laughs> don't make it worse than it already is. Um, but where where are we going with this? Oh yeah, Stranger Things is supposed to be really good. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought you finished it. No, no, I didn't. Oh, oh so. Okay, so now I feel a little bit less intimidated. Why would I? Uh, yeah, I haven't finished it yet. Well, but but see, I thought we were coming into this, and you're like, yeah, it was the best show ever. I watched all eight episodes. You should watch it. I'd be like, there's only eight episodes. Yeah, that's it. It's a mini series. Oh, geez, I need to watch the rest of it then. <laughs> but but see, now I feel like I can watch it because it's not like 
if I watch two episodes, like you'd be like, oh man, I'm already done. Like it, it'll be like, yeah, but I just started it. <laughs> now, I, the only thing I've heard is that the mom is is a little bit overacting, and um, and it's really good for people who grew up in the '80s, like the references and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I like I like '80s period timepiece kind of things where like it takes place in the '80s or takes place in the '70s. I actually love '80s stuff, but. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so that's fun. It should be good. I you should I've watch heard, it. I've or, heard good or watch things. Breaking Bad. I mean, I don't care. Probably watch Breaking Bad. You know, watch Stranger Breaking Things Bad. is probably first. <laughs> Stranger Things is less intimidating because it's not like six seasons. It's eight episodes. It's yeah, like Bojack. But, but, but it's but. it's it's like Bojack. That's three seasons, Jeff. But it's really only a season and a half. Yeah. But, and it's not it's not even but a Breaking Bad is only sixty two episodes long. I've had craps longer than that. <laughs> oh, that's concerning on so many levels. If you break breaking bad down to just forty five minutes that it usually runs at, I mean it's only like forty five hours long. That's it? Yeah. All right, that's a little bit less intimidating than I thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> 45 hours is a well, lot. But considering I watched all of Lost. Considering, well, considering I've watched, I sat down and watched all of Jessica Jones, all of Daredevil's, yeah. like, season two and season one. Bojack in like, Horseman. Well, Bojack Horseman, I finished in less than a day. Yeah. <laughs> I went to work and still watched it in a day and watched the first four episodes of season three twice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> But uh, I, I watched ten episodes of BoJack Horseman of the first season at your house overnight. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> but uh, I've—I uh, mean, I don't know what we're, what we're talking about. We're talking I, I watched about- a lot of Lost over like four weeks. I know and you I, did it. Breaking Bad doesn't give you all those questions, like what the heck is going on here. Somebody tell me that Lost gets really bad at the end. It gets really confusing. It does, but I don't. I would argue it doesn't get bad. Somebody was saying that they're like, no, like Lost seasons four through six are terrible, except except the very end of season six. No, I'm like, no, I I think it gets a little complicated. And- seasons four through six are a sacrifice the island demanded. <laughs> the excuse I use for almost everything. <laughs> I seriously, an excuse I use for so many things. The sacrifice that the island demanded. I use it all the time. I just want to know how that guy turned into the black smoke monster. <laughs> That's all I want to know. He touched the light, Jeff. Yeah, but do you know how, like, Desmond touched the light? Yeah, but he's he's like um, Peter Quill in Guardians of the Galaxy. He's Jack half touched the light. Yeah, but he's a good person. What, the, what 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 makes you think the black smoke monster isn't a good person? I don't know. The all I want to do that is he turned into a, he turned into a giant black pile. All I want to do is leave the island. Yeah, all Desmond it. wanted to do is leave the island. <laughs> now you're making me want to watch Lost again, Jeff. To have oh, that that's bringing bad. Yeah, don't make me watch Lost again. I gotta finish Harry Potter and then. 
uh-huh. then then I can I can start something else, which I feel like is probably going to be Stranger Things then Lost. Then or no, then Breaking Bad. I think it'll be Stranger Things first, Jeff. <laughs> Stranger Things then Breaking Bad, Dave. And by by the time I finish Stranger Things, we'll be at Luke Cage season 1. And that that And by the time you finish Breaking Bad, I'll be dead. <laughs> We'll be on episode five thousand, and I got because you'll no, never watch Breaking Bad. You know, Jeff, for like sixty episodes of this show, there was a running joke that there was a girl who refused to watch Spaceballs until until that such we made her watch Spaceballs with Are us. You refusing to watch Breaking Bad? Uh, no, I'm just I'm just telling you a story. That's how this is this is this is history repeating itself on this show. Yeah. I'll, I'll watch Breaking Bad with you, Dave. I'll watch. I'll, I'll start over and watch it. When? Wait, wait. When are you moving back to here? I don't know. Okay. Well, you let me know. Then I'll watch Breaking Bad. No, no, because that <laughs> might be a while from now. You have to start Breaking Bad after Stranger Things. You know how many times I've started Breaking Bad? Once. Do you know three. how many times you've finished Breaking Bad? None. Zero. I've started it three times. Yeah, but that's that doesn't mean anything if you've never finished it. All right. I'm on it, Jeff. Okay. After Harry Potter and Stranger Things and Luke Cage. <laughs> and when and does Luke Cage come out? Like next month. Like Yeah, you have enough time to watch Stranger Things and then start watching Breaking Bad. Yeah, but if I start Breaking Bad and then Luke Cage comes out, then I'm gonna stop Breaking Bad again, Jeff. And if I stop watching Breaking Bad, no, no, no. I'll, you'll stop I'll, watching Breaking Bad for the one day you're gonna finish Luke Cage, and then you're gonna get back to Breaking Bad because <laughs> you right. know you're gonna binge watch Luke Cage. Yeah, I know. It'll be one day. I'll take a day off. I'll I'll magically get the day off of work for some holiday or something, not realizing it. It'll be like President's Day or something stupid. Because that's how it always ends up working out. Yeah. And I'll and then I'll order a pizza for lunch and I won't leave the house and I'll watch all of the show and I'll feel really guilty about it, but I still feel like I accomplished something, even though all I really did was watch a television show. <laughs> Good job. Speaking, speaking of things, Jeff, that I should watch, but I don't think I'm going to now. Uh the reviews for our uh Seth Skulls' favorite movie came out this weekend. What's up? Suicide Squad. Oh yeah, yeah. The last, my last pleading hope for the DC movie universe. <laughs> yeah. Last time I checked, it was sitting at a beautiful thirty-three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's all, it's at twenty-eight percent now. Oh, it's going down, Jeff. It's going down. That's not good, Jeff. This I knew this even before the reviews came out. A couple days ago, I was like looking at tickets. Like I'm like, oh, I probably should see this on Thursday night, right? And I realized yeah. we're doing this show. Actually, it's playing at the theater that I would have gone to right now. This is the only showing they were showing it's right now. And I was like, that's weird. They're only doing one showing on opening night. That's not a good sign. <laughs> because, like, even things like Finding Dory had, like, six showings. Yeah. I'm like, this isn't good. <laughs> like, but guess what? Turns out Suicide Squad is not reviewing well. Uh, I would still watch it. I'll still watch it. I can't imagine it'll be worse than Batman v Superman. Mm, it could. <laughs> what what is what is Batman v Superman sitting at right now? That's the real question. Ah damn. <laughs> 
is zero. Zero percent. Right above um twenty seven percent. Suicide Squad is one percent above Batman. V. Oh no, that's not good. That's not good at all. Jeff, I'm sad. I'm really sad. I really wanted no, dude, this to be. The, this there's was, one this website is, this... that says Suicide Squad is worse than Batman v Superman. No, we didn't think it was possible either. Oh, no. This was my one hope of that whole universe. People are like, the Wonder Woman trailer looks good. I'm like, no, it doesn't. What looks good in that of turning to Jerry Seinfeld? Oh, God. No, Jeff, this is awful. I wanted this to be good. I wanted this to be good so much. Like the cursed child. (laughs) Although I I cared more about cursed child to be completely honest. But at the same time, Suicide Squad was supposed to be this ultimate, like, here's, here's our movie. Here's our redeeming movie for the DC live action movie universe. Because people didn't even like Batman Killing Joke. I didn't watch it yet. It's on my list right next to Stranger Things, Breaking Bad, and everything else I'm supposed to watch. If you don't have a huge list of stuff you have to watch. I don't think anybody in this world doesn't have a huge thing they have to watch. And I got to play No Man's Sky. Amish people. All right. But if we were Amish, we wouldn't be doing this show. So Um, it, It might. You never know. It's... It's astounding to me, Jeff, that this this is happening. I this this is the one thought that I was like, man, they could pull this off. This this is an original thing that DC looks has. Pretty a, okay, that looks okay, and I, I'm going in. I'm going in trying to like it this time, though. Okay, you you have to go on with no expectations. So no I, matter what, they break your expectations. Yeah, I've got. Well, I'm going in. I'm going in thinking that there's no way this is worse than Batman v Superman. <laughs> <laughs> I I know I will enjoy this more. Yeah, but I might be wrong. I'll let you know. But I wasn't wrong about the last one. <laughs> <laughs> Seth, I'm sorry. I want to like a DC movie. I really do. Although I just think they should trash it all and reboot it again. Yeah. Bring, bring some competent director in. <laughs> bring some real talent in here. Bring it. Bring James Gunn after he finishes Guardians 2. Yeah. And have him make whatever. Give him the entire DC catalog and let him pick a movie. <laughs> like just, just let him pick it and let him do it and let, let him write it. <laughs> And I'll go to it. <laughs> Guardians 2 looks really good, Jeff. Did you see did you see uh, who Peter Quill's dad is? And then, then we'll wrap up. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. Okay. Why don't you pull this out as your Marvel character of the week if you've got the book near you? Okay. Of course I do. I want you to look up the character Ego, the Living Planet. Oh, I know Ego, the Living Planet. You don't know that? I know Ego, the Living Planet. All right. Well, I'm glad you do. I do, too. But I don't think it's obscure not then. It's not. It's not Jeff's obscure character of the week. But I don't feel like comic book re- non-comic book readers have any idea who this is. Well, you know, Ego the Living Planet was beaten by Squirrel Girl. Wow. You didn't know that? 
I, I feel like we talked about this. <laughs> oh, yeah. We have. I feel like Squirrel we talked Girl. about this when we talked about Squirrel, Squirrel Girl. Girl is the greatest person ever. <laughs> okay. Hey, there, there's an egghead. There's an egghead villain. Okay. Oh, like Dr. 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 Eggman? Yeah, he's a doctor. There is not a Dr. Egghead in the in the Marvel world. Yeah, he's right here. He's right here. Look at him. He looks like Dr. Egghead. He's a brilliant <laughs> scientist. Oh, my God. Do you want to talk about Ego the Living Planet? We, yeah, but we could also talk about Egghead. Here's Ego the Living Planet. Ego the Living Planet. Yeah, Jeff. The planet that's living, in case if, you didn't notice from the title. If you haven't seen the Comic-Con footage they showed, Jeff, mm-hmm. for Ego the Living Planet, don't don't, don't look at it. And I almost want to say skip every Guardians 2 trailer you can. Because okay. I'm, I'm, I'm worried they're going to use this joke in the trailer, and that's going to ruin a, an amazing point in the movie for you. I uh, probably won't. All right. Um, Ego the Living Planet, you'll never guess what his real name is. Ego? Yeah, you're right. How'd you know? <laughs> his occupation is not applicable. He doesn't work. Why doesn't he work? He's he a planet. Pay yeah. for, he has to pay for stuff, right? Base is mobile. His diameter is 4,165 miles. <laughs> it's a weird thing to include. First appearance is in Thor number 1832 in 1966. Holy crap. Yeah. His powers is vast intelligence and psionic psionic powers, including telepathy, telepathy and telekinesis. Travels through space faster than light and can change its surface appearance. (sighs) Ego and alter ego became a family. Aww. Ego is a self-aware planet. One of two such sentient creatures, the stranger made as part of an experiment. About the size of a small moon, Ego hails from the Black Galaxy, where it created armies of superhuman warriors from its own substance and then sent them out to conquer other worlds. During a battle with Galactus, Soar sided with Ego at first, but the Thunder God later realized Ego's evil intentions when it attacked Earth and he battled it alongside Galactus. Hercules and Fire Lord. Galactus, he battled Ego with alongside Galactus, Hercules, and Fire Lord. Okay. Wow, this sounds really epic for the 60s. Yeah, that sounds pretty sweet, actually. <laughs> it's like, like of all like the 60s comic books, like Spider-Man just like, like webs up robbers and says like, Here's here's another robber from your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man and like you're telling me with you guys later and they're hanging upside down you're like oh my god Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, and now and now you're telling me also parallel to that there was a battle with Thor and Hercules fighting a living planet. Thor, Hercules, Galactus and Fire Lord all oh. battled Gigo. Oh my god, this sounds epic. Somebody <laughs> somebody find me this. How do you battle a planet? Was this written by Stan Lee? <laughs> yeah, I hope so. I I got to imagine it was. I mean, if not, it was, you know, 
Bendis. Eventually, Ego's size was condensed and contained within the body of Quasar, Wendell Vaughn. When Vaughn died, Ego was freed. It took over the Nova Corps and brainwashed its members until Nova lobotomized it. They lobotomized a planet. Holy crap. You sure this isn't like a later story? Yeah, this is a later plant story, probably. Oh, well, I was like, this is too... They contained it within Quasar, and and it came out when Quasar died. Ego healed from this soon, however, and fled before Nova could harm him again. Ego later discovered that his sibling planet, Alter Ego... (laughs) Man, how would you like to be, like... How would you like to be, like, have have an older brother, right? And, like, he's called, like, Rob... And you're called Alter Rob. <laughs> like I would forever hate my brother if I'm just the Alter version of it. Oh my God, that's so. The sibling plant Alter Ego, which the Collector had imprisoned since their creation, as part of the Stranger's experiment to see whether captivity or freedom would make a creature stronger. Thor kept Ego from killing Alter Ego, and Alter Ego became a moon of Ego orbiting as as they traveled together. Can, can I just say this? The collector captured a living planet. Alter and, ego. And kept it captive. Yeah. As part of an experiment to see if, if a freed or captured planet, which one would grow stronger planets. This is insane. <laughs> it sounds ridiculous. Yeah, but it's also kind of amazing at the same time. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't wait for this movie. Guardians 2, everybody. Going to be. That's my next big comic book movie, honestly. I'm not Doctor Strange. I'm excited for Doctor Strange, but I really, really love the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. So this is a little bit more exciting to me. Yeah. I, I've been I've been waiting for Guardians two since the minute I walked out of the first Guardians. Yeah, because it's so different. It's really different than everything else. Mm-hmm. Except it's really just Star Wars. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's it's weird Star Wars is what it is. It's like a, if like some alien planet in Star Trek had 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 sex with Star Wars and then made some weird abomination. Mm-hmm. That's what Guardians is. Got anything else, Jeff? Um, Zippity-doo-dah, yabba-dabba-doo. Uh, you going to read Harry Potter? <laughs> oh, God, no. Why would did you, I? Did you read the other Harry Potters? You just watched the movies. I stopped in the middle of book four. Well, that's the perfect place to stop reading and then just skip to this one because it all takes place in the plot of book four. Oh, man, maybe I'll really like it. <laughs> no, you wouldn't because you didn't even finish book four. I didn't finish book four because I got really busy in school. Okay. Wow, Jeff, when did you give up on Harry Potter? <laughs> huh? If you read all of Harry Potter, I promise I'll read Breaking Bad. No, I'm just kidding. That's not fair. Oh, you God, watched all. You watched all of Lost. <laughs> I did. I did. Didn't I? Yeah, that's that's more than a fair trade. I will watch Breaking Bad at some point <laughs> when I get caught up. Oh on, yeah, on other things. Anyway, guys, <laughs> has it been an hour already? It about. 
Oh man. I don't know when we started. Uh about an hour ago. Yeah. I mean it's it's pretty close. I mean Hey, Jim Young is ours. Thanks, Jim Young, for all your hard work. We we could sit here and we could complain about some other comic book movie if you want. I mean uh, I don't know any other. Uh, but we can say that uh Great new podcast what, what, is pretty what, cool. What what is that sound? <laughs> can you do squirrel sounds? No. I can. Okay. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening. I can do Yoda. Have have I done the Yoda impersonation? You you have done the Yoda. I was waiting for something, but on air. Yes, on air. Mm, Do or do not. There is no try. Do not see Suicide Squad. No, just kidding. I'm going. Definitely mm, for sure. See squirrels. See squirrels. Mm. <laughs> I have squirrels on my mind now. Mm. See Suicide Squad. Do not. <laughs> anyway, guys, thanks for listening to Carrier Crunch episode 113, brought to you part of the Dayspace Podcast Network. To support our show, go over to dayspace.com. That's D-A-C-E-S-P-A-C-E. You listen to the Going Pokemon podcast, PNG, uh, Greeny podcast, PlayStation Bowl Session podcast, and a new Macho podcast coming soon to a network near you. At Jeffrey Daly on Twitter. At Day Space Macho Day podcast? Um, they're going to start. Their Macho is a Counter-Strike team, Jeff. What? And they're going to they're gonna start a podcast, mostly about Counter-Strike, but also about other stuff. That's weird. I know. I know nothing about Counter-Strike, so, I mean... Neither do I. I don't think... Good. Is there a lot to talk about Counter-Strike? I don't know. Apparently, they're going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> With the Mater. Anyway, okay. guys, thanks thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you guys next week for another episode of Character Crunch at Character Crunch on Twitter and Facebook.com slash yeah. Character Crunch. Character Crunch, gmail.com. Bye, guys. <laughs>